0: By Lon listeners, we are back getting ready for week 15 of the NFL season. We are getting down to the wire. That's right. There's a lot of good games to be talked about here, especially in the NFC North. So let's get to it. But before we do, I'm Big Z representing the Detroit Lions. Let's get to the rest of the crew. We got Barney representing the Bears.
1: Bears, Vikings, primetime game this week. Oh, man, you guys are some lucky cats.
0: We got Remy representing the Vikings.
2: The Vikings are going bear hunting this Monday. Good luck, Barney.
0: Then, last but not least, Kinger representing
2: the Packers. Gentlemen, great to be back with
0: you. Let's talk some football. All right, gentlemen. Uh, as I mentioned, there's a lot of um, playoff implications still left, especially for the Vikings and Packers. And you know, the Bears are not out of the hunt technically, Barney. Technically, uh, I believe this is the <laughs> most. <laughs> I believe this is the most teams ever, like, alive for the playoff race uh, this late in the season in NFL history. Uh, but I think that, you know, that's more in the AFC side. But the NFC still has a lot. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting just if you're an NFL fan in general. Um, but let's get to these NFC North games, shall we? Um, we can go over this one really quick, get it out of the way. That's my Lions at home against the Cardinals. 13-and-a-half point underdogs. Um, Cardinals looking like they're... Close again, fully healthy. Uh, the Lions still a mystery. Uh, no practice uh, in person yesterday, just with all the COVID going on there and the flu going around that team. Um, it's going to be a rough one. I, I, I don't know how we could beat this one. To be honest with you, um, the 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 answer would be, you know, there's less I guess COVID cases on the offense and there's defense. So try to outscore them. But that has not been the name of the lions <laughs> all year. Um, so I, I guess, uh, just try to pound the rock as much as possible, bleed the clock out as much as possible to keep that defense off the field. But this is going to be a rough one. That 13 and a half point line is probably well deserved in this case. Um, you know, I, I mean, what do you guys think as a
2: the Lions say, what should I look forward to in this game? Is there anything to look forward to in this game for me? Um, you know I like to drink blue Kool Aid, but I, I I don't even I don't even think I can make it this week. I I can't take the ingredients and make it up this week. I think the Lions are sitting ducks. <laughs> um just not this week. Not this week, Big Z. Not this week. Big Z I just Yeah, I don't think the
1: I, I just don't know if Go I ahead. should hit the uh the 13 and a half spread with the Cardinals or the team total under of 16 and a half with you guys. Uh both seem like really good bets. Is it 16 and a half again?
0: <laughs> yeah. Is it 16 and a half again? Oh man. Well, you won on that last week. Uh it didn't look good for a half uh, when they they scored 10 in the first half and then they just, you know, stopped they uh, end up giving the ball away a bunch and stuff so that really helped you. but yeah this is going to be uh it's going to be rough on the over under 47 and a half which is pretty high it seems to me uh just just in terms of how much can the lions score on offense uh, like you mentioned the over under team total plus 475 money line but uh you know i i, I don't think the lions unfortunately compete in this one the cardinals roster is still pretty solid i'll go 30 to 13 in this one in favor of the Cardinals uh curious your guys thoughts and then we can move on to the you know maybe a more meaningful game here I'll. I'll <laughs> it's meaningful in terms of draft position though
1: I'll keep it short I think it's 33 to 13.
2: I'm gonna go 33 10 car I'll go 35 16 Cardinals Cardinals oh they don't they just
0: barely don't get the over Hawkinger huh, all right in the team total <laughs>
3: I see a lot of field goals Uh, in Detroit's future this week. (laughs) Um, The
0: the new kicker they signed has been really good, Riley Patterson. So that's been a positive. But, but yeah, it'll be a rough week uh, for Detroit unless we get some guys back. Uh, But who knows? This is the – yesterday was the most players ever testing positive, right? Or this is the most players that have ever tested positive at one time in the NFL since COVID started, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of it. That's just kind of funny, com- considering all the concern last year, and then we're now we're here. We are a year and a half later, and it's worse than it's been. Um, interesting, but let's move on now to the next game um, on the docket for the NFC North. We move to a three twenty five national game. That's the Packers, five point favorites, on the road at Baltimore, Kinger. um, are you worried about this Baltimore team at all? And is Lamar Jackson playing this game? Uh, it seems up
3: in the air right now. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, it seems like Harbaugh used the term that they were going to plan to play with him on Sunday this week, but it doesn't seem like uh, they ha- have a ton of certainty around that at the moment. And, I mean, if you ask in Am I concerned about the Ravens? Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to write this game up, but I like Green Bay's chances. Um, you know, we're a team that's continuing. I mean, we did lose what I think Billy Turner to a knee or ankle injury last week. Uh, don't, I don't think it's going to be season ending. They, they sounded very optimistic that he would come back at some point later in the year. <laughs> we're a team right now that is getting healthier. And the Ravens are a team that is one of absolutely one of the most decimated teams with injuries in the league right now. I mean, basically their entire starting secondary is out. Um, they've got injuries across the board. I know they've got some COVID things as well. Um, so this is a matchup on paper that I like a lot for green Bay Did Baltimore is second to last in the league right now in passing defense. Um, you know, they play a lot of man, a lot of cover zero, uh, Sorry for the howling in the background. That's my husky saying hello to everybody. Um, But uh, they uh, are just—I like the matchup, and they haven't—they've been so up and down this season um, that I really like the matchup on, on the Green Bay on the offensive side. If we could just get going, I'm sick of having these quarters or two to start every game where we just takes the Packers a minute to get in rhythm. I just want us to get a clean start off 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 the off the from the from the get go here, right? Um, And then, I mean, the other side of the ball defensively, I mean, Lamar is going to definitely, if he plays, we're not quite sure if he's going to be able to be 100% himself and have uh, the agility and movement that he normally has in the pocket that makes him so difficult um, to uh, scheme against, right? But this is something that I think Green Bay is obviously going to focus on trying to stop the run here, going to put a spy on Lamar, try and keep him in the pocket. Um, and just try and let him beat them through the air, right? Obviously, that's where there's still questions about Lamar's game. Um, I like the Packers' secondary matchup. So I I am feeling good and confident heading into this week. We'll wait and see what happens. The offensive line is still gonna be patchwork. Bakhtiari's supposed to practice this week, or that's what LaFleur is hopeful for. Um, but you know, right now being down, uh Three of your five starting off, at four of your five starting offensive linemen that we would have liked to start the year with. Um, you know, we're very thankful we're in a position that Green Bay's got depth there, um, and one of the better teams in the league when it comes to depth at that position. So, uh, again, I'm feeling good on the road this week. Um, I, I last I saw I, the spreads offline on my site right now. I saw it was at six and a half to start. I'm it's guessing right the Lamar now. news. Five. It's five right now. Five. That's what I'm saying. I'm guessing Lamar news is probably swaying in that other direction. Um, I I think I do like Green Bay by a touchdown this week, so I'm gonna go. Let's go 28-21, Green Bay.
1: And hey, uh, I might have missed this, but did you mention is Jairi playing? What's going on with him?
3: So I w- there's been no new updates, right? He's doing individual teams or individual drills at practice, so he's back working out, but he hasn't gotten the full go yet as of and, yet. Uh what? And so I don't. I, he's got that three week window to activate him off of IR. I don't know if he goes this week. We'll still wait. And yeah, see.
1: and Russell Douglas point of the way he is, it's not like we're you're trying to just get him out there.
3: I, I, exactly. I mean, we uh, what we uh, what's really going to help Barney and you know, you're the guy that can definitely empathize with this is we're weak in the nickel right now. Um, we don't have you know, Chan Sullivan is is, is good, not great. Um, getting Jair back, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. They put Jair in the slot a little bit more. Um, you know, w- were they going to move Rasul there? It'll be really interesting, but yeah. And then Rodgers still, he aggravated the toe last week. He's not going to practice at all this week, but he said he'll be go- good to go Sunday for the game.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as a prediction from my end, I think, you know, you guys keep covering. Uh, it's, it's time to, time to get on board on that, that train instead of just hating on him right now. But, uh, <laughs> I'll say, especially if Lamar's, not playing. I mean Huntley's Huntley's all right. You know, I think you guys will be more than capable he's, he's of yeah, yeah. put him down, but uh I I'll say with Lamar out, maybe 10 points. Um but I'm going to give the the prediction as if he's in and I'm going to say 26-20 Green Bay.
2: Mm. Uh Remy, you know I love football. And I love it because everyone can overcome (laughs) adversity, adversity, adversity. And that's what this Raven team is going up against, against this evil green Bay Packer team. Uh, short, sweet, and to the point, give me the Ravens 26 to 20. Well, flip 26 to 20 predictions. Interesting. Yeah. You and Barney, um,
0: King, I, d- I don't understand how this line is five. I'm trying to understand why. Uh, I mean, I guess the, I guess the Ravens play close games. Uh, the, or they 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 make those backdoor covers at the very least. But this Ravens seems just been so lucky. I I don't I like this matchup for the Packers too. I don't think the Ravens pass defense has been very good this year overall. Um, so I really like this matchup for the Packers. Um, it is on the road, which makes it a little tougher. Uh, but when you got a veteran quarterback, I think, and a, you know, a guy like Devontae Adams, I think they kind of alleviate some of those concerns. So I like, uh, 31 to 20 Packers. I I think this is just a really good matchup for them. Uh, and I I think the Ravens are very overrated. Lamar Jackson, even if he plays, it's not like, it's not like he's been great, even when he's fully healthy. So he's, uh, he's had a rough year. So I really, I really like this matchup, uh, and I, it might be one of my best bets, I guess. We'll see at the end of the episode.
3: Fields but, had uh, a lot let's know, move now. I just yep. want to say, yep. you know, Fields ha- was probably the best this year. You know, historically, the Green Bay has been known to get torched by QBs on the ground. F- Fields had a decent half last week specifically um, in regards to being able to get out of the pocket and move. You know, Kyler, we, we did pretty good against Kyler earlier this year. But uh, that's a dynamic that's hurt Green Bay in the past, so we'll see what kind of shape Lamar's in. Because I think that's their best chance, obviously, of, of being able to beat us is to be able to keep us off balance on defense and him, you know, rack up some yards on the ground. Yeah, but with his ankle, I'm curious how much he'll be running. That, that's that's what I'm saying. So we'll see. But yeah, those are my final thoughts. Sorry. Mm.
0: All right, let's move now to the last game of the weekend or the week. Uh we have the bears hosting the Minnesota Vikings three and a half point underdogs. The bears are at home, just that slightly annoying spread where you, you had to think twice about maybe taking the Vikings, uh, with three and a half rather than like, if you see three or, or two and a half, but, uh, Barney the bears, will they, will they be, uh, playing with any sort of motivation in this game? Uh, that's going to make it a competitive game. What do you, what do you think here?
1: Uh, you know, there, like I said on the previous podcast, there's there's a team inside of the Bears that care, and there's a team that just doesn't give a shit anymore, uh, and they're just waiting until free agency. But uh, what's going to, I think, hurt us and play a huge factor is, um, you know, we ha- in our COVID outbreak, you know, we got key members like Goldman going down. Uh, he won't be playing. And with Hicks uncertainty, you know, he hasn't played. And even when he plays, he's only getting about a half a game worth. You know, those are the two guys that really put the kibosh on uh the Minnesota offense. Uh when when we can stop Dalvin Cook, I mean, I'm not saying we win, but the the score is rather, rather pedestrian. Uh so the fact that Goldman's definitely going to be out and Hicks, which we don't know about, I, I'm not I'm not crazy optimistic. Uh I do like the overs and team totals in this game. Um but, you know, again, we just had uh DeAndre Houston Carson break his arm at Green Bay. Uh Artie Burns, you know, not great player, but he was down with COVID. He was just playing corner for us. Uh our Secondary is absolutely dismantled. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I, I'm just at this point, like, I don't even give a shit anymore about whether we win or lose. Uh, I really am just trying to watch the progression of a couple guys. One, I want to see uh, how Jalen Johnson can cover uh, Justin Jefferson. I think Justin Jefferson's one of the shiftiest dudes, and he's one of the hardest guys to cover in the league. Uh, so I'm looking forward to just seeing how he does coming off of a pretty damn good game versus Devontae. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to how Fields plays. Uh, he, I think he didn't have a great game versus Green Bay, but, you know, there there was about a half of football in there uh, in which, you know, like he made a lot out of nothing. And so uh, when we go up against this uh, Minnesota historic defense, I'm hoping that he's <laughs> able to. Uh, you know, at least, at least put on a good show. Um, and then, and then last because Jason Peters, I'm pretty sure he's going to be out because, uh, he's got an ankle injury. There's, there hasn't been an update yet, but Tevin Jenkins, he's going to be starting uh left tackle. And, uh, I'm really eager to see a full game out of him. Um, you know, he had a couple, uh, penalties like holding calls last week. Um, and, and it, it wasn't a great showing, but I mean, I, I, who is expecting a guy that was just activated off back surgery, who was just thrown in because Jason Peters, uh, went down to do well. Uh, so hopefully, you know, he can get out there and, uh, provide, a you know, provide some protection for Justin and, uh, and we can get this offense going, but, Man, um uh, I'm really I I really couldn't give a fuck about the Bears right now and 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 whether they win or lose. Um I'm more disappointed in our effort and how our organization is allowing this team to be run. Uh but you know what, as a prediction, if Hicks, I'm assuming Hicks and Goldman are both out, I'm going to say Vikings win this one 27-24.
0: All right, Remy, now your thoughts uh, on your Vikings uh, battling for their uh, playoff lives right now.
2: Exactly. Playoffs, lives is exactly what you would call it. Um, you know, historically, rec- I mean, even recently, we, we've never played well at Soldier Field. So it's it's a little comforting knowing that these players, these key players for Chicago will be out. Um, a couple of key players, still questionable, Adam Thielen, of course, Um Uh, D.D. Westbrook just entered, uh, the COVID protocols. So it's definitely going to be the Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne show. Um, even a little, uh,
0: as we know of right now, one of these guys gets COVID seems like three more enter the protocol
2: within like 24 hours. Exactly. And Mike Zimmer even said, uh, the Amir Smith Marchette, Marset show might happen. He's said he's got to step up and make some plays. So, uh, you know i might have to throw an iowa jersey on halfway through the game if i if i see him but um you know i i i, th- I think this game is is winnable <clears throat> for minnesota's side um it's it's very uncommon for the vikings to play the bears this late in the season and for the bears to kind of quote unquote have nothing to play for um, yeah i'm used to, we're used to seeing them play earlier in the season where it's kind of a more competitive game not not saying that this is not going to be competitive but I think the keys to make this a competitive game is to just get Dalvin going. Um, this mini bye week, I like I said, can only benefit him. So if he could run for another 200 yards, that would be awesome. Uh, keep feeding Justin Jefferson the ball and Kirk, get the foot out of your ass and stop making those dumbass mistakes. Um, hopefully, if the, the pressure isn't up front, Kirk could potentially have a clean pocket most of the game, which... Which fares well as for uh Viking fans, so I I like our chances. Um, I won't be surprised. Actually, no, I will be devastated if we lose because then we're out of the playoffs pretty much. So, must win game for Minnesota, season on the line. That's the mentality. We're gonna Mike, we're Mike gonna,
0: Zimmer's jobs on the line.
2: Mike Zimmer potentially his job is on the line. Yes, yes, potentially, potentially.
0: Uh, Does anybody? I mean, do you or anybody else think he'll be back if they don't make the playoffs? What's that? Or even like even make a, a big run in the playoffs, for that matter.
2: Yeah, I like I think the only way Zimmer could keep his job is if we win two playoff games. But we got to get there first. Um, a lot of Viking fans want him gone, though. A lot of Viking fans want him gone. Um, you know, and so I think this is the game primetime Kirk can put up a 30-burger. We'll go 30 to... 19, we're going to say 19, 30-19 in favor of the purple. All right.
0: I would say be careful what you wish for, though, when you fire a, a coach that still, you know, wins games over his tenure because, like, the Lions fired Jim Caldwell for going 9-7, and seven, and that didn't work out well. But then look at the Packers with McCarthy. Although McCarthy and his last year, can right? That was a bad year.
3: Yeah. We, we, we went, like, 7-9 that year or something like that.
2: Was that the Deshaun Kaiser year? Was that so, when Rogers got hurt?
1: Deshaun Kaiser, I don't think really yeah. played on too many games because
3: when Rodgers broke his collarbone that was the year. That that yeah, was, I think that was the,
1: before Deshaun Kaiser.
3: Yeah, and we made the playoffs that year because uh, whoever the who, who was his backup that year, it was Hundley, and Hundley. we went like four and four when he when he we went like four and four or something like that when he was out. We made we still made the playoffs that year. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember what injury Aaron had in the year we went seven to nine. But that was McCarthy's last year. We fired him like two thirds of the way through the season, and Joe Philbin was our head coach for a while. <laughs>
2: or our
3: our stand in head coach. Yeah. Your thought, your prediction for this game, uh, Kinger, Monday night?
1: I uh,
3: I want to lean toward Chicago here. I really do. Three and a half dog at home. It's like, ugh. I, to me, that's a very tempting tick. I'm definitely not going to put it in as one of my best bets unless you're taking a Bears under, I don't know that you should ever be putting Bears as one of your best Wash bets. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I, I agreed. I I don't think I, I don't think Fields looked terrible last week by any means. I mean, he definitely made a couple throws like we talked about on the last one that were a little questionable. But uh, I think Minnesota's defense is very vulnerable. I definitely anticipate Minnesota to be able to score some points here. But I I think Chicago's definitely got the ability to keep this close at home, and I like it so. I'm going twenty three twenty one Minnesota.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, this will be interesting. I, a 44 seems kind of low for me a little bit. The overrunner just because the Vikings defense uh, has been proven to be very vulnerable. Um, but the Vikings have gotten theirs on offense. But I do think uh, the Vikings offense will continue to roll here against a Bears team that seems to want their coach fired and not playing, uh, won't be playing at their fullest, uh, you know, energy level, I guess is the way to phrase it. But I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go 28 23 Vikings. Um, but it'll, it'll be an interesting, uh, matchup on Monday night, I guess, uh, in terms of, you know, we're not sure what we're getting. But, uh, yeah, I, I, the, the Bears—they uh, just strike me as a team that are starting to to give up after that second half and some of the comments that are coming out. But maybe not. Uh, maybe maybe a late Cole commit drop in the end
2: zone too. I'll just throw that in there as a prediction for Barney, as well.
0: Yeah, the, just throw that in but, there. Uh, man. The,
2: the potential game tying, <laughs> the potential game tying touchdown that's dropped, just like a repeat of last week.
1: What what I'm what I'm worried about is. I, I like both these lines here. It's just is uh, is Minnesota going in that prevent defense all the second quarter or second half?
2: <laughs> two final two minutes when we're down yeah, when, when we're down eight or six or seven. <laughs> Defend the back of the end zone instead of the front of the end
0: zone. That's my favorite. Just that will just be one it. of my favorites
2: for a long time, Remy oh my god I can't I can't stand I I will I will throw something at my TV if if we're playing peewee soft coverage I can't do it can't do it all right let's move on now to the last segment of the week and that of course is best
0: bets Barney I believe you went three and0 last week uh just kind of give a you know a quick recap and then let's dive into it
1: back to back weeks your boy six and all in his last six. I'm catching up to Remy uh, right now. Remy is at the top. I am down two games. Kinger is down three from me in big Z. You're fighting. I won't mention <laughs> how much you're down. <laughs> uh,
0: I just want to say last week, I think I went one and two, but I hammered the Packers minus three, minus and minus one and more than made up for it. Uh, so I just want to throw that out there. There you
1: go. There you go.
0: <laughs> also, I had the Lions plus eight, and then I found out that 20 people were on the COVID list. So
1: True. true That's true. a rough one. That, that one wasn't your fault. And then, and then to be totally honest with you, that uh, Browns couldn't cover two and a half was pretty fucking bad too. Uh, I think you took them uh, and Huntley brought them all the way back from like the dead and got so inside bad. that two and a half point spread. Did you see?
0: Did you see the Browns onside kick recovery or attempt rather? Yeah. Where the guy wasn't even looking at the ball. He just, like he's on the front line and he's not even looking at the ball, bouncing right towards his head. Unbelievable. I don't think I'd ever see that one. And then there there you go. There you have it. The Browns is doing what they do. I can't believe they actually pulled the game out. I thought for sure they were going to lose after that onside kick. Uh Barney, go ahead. Uh, you you start this week, my man. Uh give the people what they want.
1: All righty. Well, I'll start with uh with you know, Vegas is giving me this line and I'm going to take it. Uh Arizona minus 13 and a half. I think them coming off a loss and losing control of the NFC is going to light a little bit of a fire. Especially with uh with their key members only having like a game or two back now. Uh, I think they're going to hit their stride and I think they're going to boat race the shit out of Detroit at Detroit um, the next one see this is tough it's the Chicago Minnesota game I like the team totals the team totals are 23 and a half for many and 20 for the Bears ah <sighs> Minnesota in their last five games is averaging twenty nine points. But it's Kirk in prime time. I'm like, what do I do here, boys? Uh Justin Fields. I'm gonna go team total Minnesota over twenty three and a half. That hurts, but I'm gonna do it.
0: Mm. There you go, Rep there you go, Remy.
3: A little love.
1: And then uh my prime last game. Kirk. My last game, what is it? Is
3: Go for the Thursday night win, Barney.
1: <laughs> I, I'm staying away. I'm staying away. My third game, I, I'm trying to decide between the Rams and the Seahawks or Green Bay and Baltimore. I said I wanted to jump on the train with Green Bay. I think right now they're, they're minus five. But it's like the team total is 24 and a half. And I'm hot with team totals right now. But, I mean, this is all on a limb. And I'm going to take it as if Lamar's not playing. So I'm going to go Green Bay minus five. I'm going to give you guys the NFC North best bet special right there.
0: (laughs) There you go. Uh, And, you know, the Cardinals, I think, are winning their road games by an average of like 10.7 points per game this year. It's pretty wild. It would, it would be uh, an NFL record if they maintain that pace, which, as the line suggests, they should. <laughs> uh, but there, there there's, there's Barney's best bets. Uh, let's move now to the guy that's in the lead, the lead
2: dog, uh, Remy. You know, they always say not to bet with your heart, but that's exactly what I'm going to do this week. Um, despite the San Francisco 49ers holding that spot above Minnesota, I will be taking the Falcons to at least cover plus nine. That's what I have it here. Um, don't really know what that has to do with them beating the Niners, but I'm taking them plus nine. Um, you know, second on the list, my second favorite team, like, uh, Bengals plus two and a half against the Broncos. I don't know why that is. The Lions are your Um, second favorite team.
0: Huh? I thought the Lions were your second favorite team. The Bengals are. Yeah, but oh, when Rick
2: the Mark. Lions can't cover or win the money line, they <laughs> become my least favorite team. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> sorry, Big Z, I had to uh, put down the blue Kool Aid for the, the this week anyway. This week, um, so we got Bengals plus two and a half. You know, I was going to pick the Ravens to cover. And this little statistic on how Green Bay covers everything, whatever meaningless, I could care less about anything Green Bay Packers. So I'm actually going to move to the Chiefs Chargers game. Chargers, Justin Herbert. No, not Jefferson. Justin Herbert plus three against the Chiefs.
0: Did you see that throw Herbert made last week against the Giants? Uh, Rolling to his right, six, throwing at sixty-five yards. <laughs> <I'm dying. laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, that was that was yeah. a
0: s- stupid throw. <laughs> that was yeah unbelievable. Shades of Patrick uh, Mahomes. And,
1: and and we're just gonna say every time we bring him up, Kinger said he was gonna be the best out of that class. I'm pretty sure. Uh, coming did, up, coming up out you. of the out of the the draft, he said before the draft that he was gonna be the best in the class. I appreciate who, that Who was in funny. that class again?
2: That is the truth. Who was in that Burrow, class again? Burrow, Tua, Tua.
1: Uh, and like a few other guys. Not worth mentioning.
2: Burrow might be kind of tough, but yeah, I agree. Herbert's definitely the most talented, for sure.
3: I mean, yeah, Burrow That's just... If Burrow cuts like he down on so those underutilized. interceptions, he's going to be fine. Yeah. He
0: seemed like... He, Herbert seemed so underutilized at Oregon, in hindsight. <laughs> oh, 100%. Uh, 100%. They, they kind of ran him into the... ground a little bit there considering his skill set um uh let's go to
3: you now kinger um all right so i'm gonna bet on potentially three bad teams this week i'm I'm, the third one's up in the air Uh so the first one i'm on atlanta as well plus nine and a half this doesn't feel like a game to me that uh the niners are just going to be able to step on their throats uh it's atlanta's defense low-key has been a little bit better these last few weeks um, the Niners just to me aren't really a team that that blows people out, and I think Atlanta's got enough on the offensive side of the ball to keep that you know within a touchdown game. Also, give me the Houston Texans this week. Has anybody bet on the Texans yet this season? The three and a half point underdogs. <laughs> I did yeah, once. that's I did once. you did against once against Tennessee. Yeah, I did. yeah, and it worked out well for you. That's one of their w- wins. But <laughs> Jaguars are in. They're in trouble right now. They're in shambles, and I think there's a lot of. Obviously, organizational issues. There's questions about Urban Meyer here. Um, the Texans. I, I think it's going to be Davis Mills. Uh, you know, that's yeah. not a guy you you can't be overly excited to bet on here. But I think this is a game. It's divisional. Uh, that the Texans can exploit everything that's going on with Jacksonville right now. I don't think there's a significant talent gap there by any means. So uh, I'm going to bet Houston this week. And then the third game, I I'm game- just. Huh? Oh, just really,
0: how is Houston and Jack Jacksonville? How is it not a pick 'em? How is there one team out of those two favored by
3: four? That just seems the
1: Trevor wild. Lawrence effect. That's what I'm saying, right? Like it has to yes. be. Yeah. Um, so very good.
3: And then I'll tell you guys right now, I, I I'm not going to do it. But betting on Mike Glennon as a ten and a half point underdog versus the Cowboys <laughs> is it's tempting to oh me, but I'm not going to do it. It's tempting. It is, dude. These NFC East games, it's always just take the points in the NFC East games. I think I saw it's like hitting like sixty-five percent underdogs or something like that. I saw uh, over the last two seasons or three seasons. So it's just like you, NFC East when these when, for the most part when these teams play, they're all pretty. I mean Dallas is good now, but they've been all so bad that it's like you know uh, all these games are close. But I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna take give me Green Bay minus five as well. I'm gonna add them. I'll add those to the card. So those are my three this week. Yeah, and. Dallas,
0: uh their defense has actually been playing really good because Dak Prescott hasn't been that great lately for them. He's been yeah, pretty exa- subpar.
3: I might still just on the uh, side, but bet on Mike Glennon for the hell of it. For sure.
0: All right. Uh so let me go to mine now. Um I'm gonna do I'm gonna go back to the teaser well here. I don't <laughs> like some of these spreads, so I'm gonna tease uh them. So I'm gonna go Steelers. Uh, this is a seven-point tease. Steelers and uh, at um, plus one thirty odds. So we're gonna tease Steelers to plus nine at home. Um, then we're gonna tease the Washington football team to plus twelve, and we're gonna tease down the 49ers to two and a half. I don't like, know how that. Right loses. now, I see nine and a half on DraftKings. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how <laughs> it is, that, I, I this this is this wins. I might throw. You know life savings. Start
1: counting the money Uh, now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The one, the only only one that concerns me truly out of those. Well, if Gardner Minshew started for the Eagles, that would concern me a little more because I think they're much better with him at quarterback than they are Jalen hurts. Uh, but I think they're going to start hurts still. And then, uh, Pittsburgh, you never know what you're going to get, but I do like the fact that they're at home there. And I think Tennessee just hasn't, Played very well offensively since Derrick Henry went down to um, warrant being a favored favorite on the road against the Steelers. So, that's my three-team seven-point teas. Take it for that free money that Barney mentioned. Um, I also like the Packers minus five. The fact that we all like the Packers, um, a concerning. That means the public's probably on it, too. and um, I'm surprised that line isn't higher. But you know what? The Packers, they've been covering all year, so I have some faith. And then the last one I have is the Bengals at plus two and a half. Although that was at one and a half this morning. Now it's at two and a half. So I don't know if something happened during our recording here that moved the line in that direction. Uh, but, you know, I'll stick with it. The Bengals fighting for their playoff. That That's a like a loser goes home type uh, game right there. Bengals Broncos. So that'll, that'll be a fun one to watch for sure. But there's our best bets for week 15. Uh Should be another great slate of NFL games this week. Uh, But definitely interesting betting lines compared to last week, where the favorites favorites covered heavily last week, so the Vegas did not win last week, is what that means. Um, Gentlemen, you know, uh, I think it's time to wrap this up here, get everybody uh, off to their weekend's. So, Instagram at the Pylon, Twitter at the Pylon Pod. Please follow us on there. Let us know your best bets for Week 15, your thoughts on the playoff race. If you have any, we'd love to hear them. Um, otherwise, Apple, Spotify, your Podcast. Please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. Always greatly appreciated. Otherwise, thanks to our producer, Kid J, and the Pylon crew here, Remy, Barney, Kinger. I'm Big Z. Thank you, buddy, for listening. And listeners, have a great rest of the week. We'll be back probably On Tuesday, because of that Monday night game, Uh, it'll delay the pot a little bit. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a
1: great week. Sell the team.